Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss, The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to Wake and Jake. You baseball nerds might be disappointed for an episode because we brought in the real fellas. JM Football, Talking Giants, Justin Pennick, Bobby Skinner, fellas. How are we doing? We're good. We're, uh, I'm up here for the draft for a week, so very excited about that. Um, do you guys change the new episodes for every day, or do you, do you guys actually check that, or does that just stay the same since, like, 2020? I know generally when people upload new stuff. I um, like it. So I, I just want the Talking Giants one always on there, just yeah. no matter what. Just bat and lead off, just in yeah. case we can do you, that. You guys basically are. Yeah. Like two different times in the year, you guys go like really off. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, there are at least videos out almost every day. So. Yeah, for sure. There's something we could push them to. Panic, how you doing? Doing great. Um, love uh, love our, our wakers and our bakers. Yeah. That's what, that's what we call them. Uh, we're going to talk some NFL draft. Uh, I actually... Uh, I'm doing a little bit of research. Uh, it, it doesn't quite fit my narrative yet, but uh, I'm trying to compare, like, night one of the NFL draft viewership versus, like, major sports and, like, game one of, like, a World Series, game sure. one versus, like, an NBA Finals. So the the point that I'm at with the research right now is that 12 million people watched or 11 million people watched game one of the World Series last year. How many people watched the NFL draft? Now, I will give you a hint. Viewership was down Last year, over the, like for, it was the lowest in like five years. I'm guessing millions of people right now. Yeah, so like ten. If if <laughs> if game one of the World Series last it's year had 11 million okay. people, how many did night one of the NFL draft night have last year? Night one of year? the NFL draft Thursday night. Right? Thursday night. Um, it was 8.7. Higher, 10. Okay, but that was the lowest that it's been in five years. So it, no it really last year. no quarterbacks last year, and there's going to be quarterbacks go at the top. I can't wait to see how many people are going to go next year, watch next year, because you'll have Caleb Williams and some better quarterbacks next year. But um, it's so crazy to me, like just the 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 NFL draft. Like your team will pick once every two and a half hours. Yeah, especially on Friday and Saturday. Your favorite team may not even be picking night one, or they'll be picking yeah. once, and it will take two and a half hours to even get there. It used to be crazier. <laughs> it used the fifteen minute rounds. Yeah, that used to be insane. Oh, it used to be all it just was all day Saturday, and then on Sunday they would do like rounds five through seven. I remember a couple times I, I visited buddies at UConn, and they were like, "Yeah, we're like we're day drinking. We'll watch the draft as a bunch of guys," and it was like we we're all drunk, and it was like four picks in. I was like. And I'm, I'm a draft nerd. I love yeah. the draft that I was like, this kind of stinks. <laughs> like, we're all sweating and having a bad time. Um, then well, moving it to Thursday night prime time was the best decision yeah, they yeah, ever did. Yeah. No, that was round. pretty good. And it's just the first round, and it's <clears throat> 10 minutes now? The NBA should do that with, like, round one Thursday, round two Friday. Yeah, I guess. The NBA round one goes, and I love NBA draft. Yeah. And it just goes so fast with all the trades. Like, put, like, 10 to 15 minutes. Like, you can't even learn about the players yeah. on their TV broadcast. And round round two round two of the NBA draft gets pretty messy pretty quick. I love it. Because you have I all the foreign it. guys that, like, <laughs> I go watch Hoops Intellect for, you know, whichever second-round pick the Nets get. And then if they trade them away two picks later, I'm pissed off. So, I, I love the second <laughs> round. I'll never forget them drafting Kyle Korver in the second round. 
And that was early New Jersey. That mm. was Jason Kidd Nets. We needed a shooter. Yeah. Like, this is the greatest pick ever. And they literally traded him away <laughs> for cash to the 76ers. <laughs> Tough. That's uh, when you latch on to a good second round pick, it is a great feeling. And it's kind of the feeling of the whole NFL draft. And we're going to recap all of last year's NFL draft yeah. and then the previous two years. Um, <laughs> and then a little NBA draft, too. Um, hey, what do you. Uh, I w- Normally they do this at the end, but I want to get in front of it. What's your guys' schedule for the next couple of days that you guys will be live for the people for? So today on Wednesday, we do our, our draft day and mock draft podcast that we do, you know, our draft day mm-hmm. pod. Uh, but the main thing is the live stream. We will be live streaming every single minute of the draft. I think it turns out to like 17 hours over three days. Mm-hmm. And then for Talking Giants, we'll have recap podcasts. I think we're going to put do some recaps with Robert Smith's on JM Football too. Yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll be uh we'll be putting out a lot of stuff. Yeah. When you include counts. when you include the Senior Bowl stuff that we did too, there's like 20 different film breakdowns on players that we got on there right now. Uh, Dalton Feely and I did yeah. a did a mock draft a couple of days ago. So there's that on JM Football. Um, uh, Wednesday you're putting out uh, you and Robert Schmitz are putting out like the best value. Uh, picks throughout the NFL draft, and that, that'll be on JM Football. And I even think that you and Robert Schmitz, the day of the NFL draft on Thursday, we're going to go live on JM Football. You guys are going to do like a live first-round mock. So a um, lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of fun, and then we'll be streaming on the Talking Giants channel. So that's what we got planned. Excited for you, lads. I know it'll be uh, whenever you're streaming that much, there's highs, lows, and middles that mm-hmm. – uh, <laughs> you just find out a lot about yourself. I and just pray we know the second and third round picks. That's the most frustrating. Mm-hmm. Day three, okay. you can accept it. Yeah, you lost it last year. Mm. So. Do, you, do you remember how you lost it? You just lost it. I don't know. I'm blanking right now. I remember I pit stopped. I pit stopped, I think, on day day two. There, you stopped in at a weird point last year where <laughs> it was like, we don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> and we're like, oh, we don't, we don't even know like what to talk about. We're just we're just trying to fill uh, air. Yeah. So it last year's draft was a little weird. I'm I'm just hoping from an op- optimistic standpoint that. Night one is going to go how night one goes, where you know there'll be some surprises, but generally, even the surprises aren't that surprising because you already have mapped out what the surprises are. Um, you know, but it's day two and day, th- especially day two, day three, you're kind of just open to I don't really know the board here, but day right. two, you know, you're you're at least hoping that we kind of know what's going on and what to and what to expect. So, well, let's uh, let's, let's get into it. Let's start aiming out wide. Um, and I, I, you know, I asked you guys yesterday, I was like, I want to do something fun. Like you guys are doing a mock draft. How, how can I, what kind of scopes can I go through this? I want to first start out. Everyone hunts out draft stuff. Who are your guys like most reliable of the draft guys? Like, are you, are you McShay guys? Are you Jeremiah guys? Are you, who are you? So we, I do my best to not look at theirs. You you are in the tape. Um, Dane Brugler of the Athletic seems to be okay. the main one. Like his like his his draft guide. Like I'm not really looking on it for like his analysis, but like the information that he gives, background, okay, you know, the best like testing pro day numbers. Dane Brugler of the Athletic is probably to me the most well respected. Where it's like I'll, I'll, I'll I every year for his mock draft, I'll go and look at the guys he picked for the Giants. Like all right, make sure I got film done on, on these guys so I'm informed. Okay. He's, he's informed with also just giving uh, – Dane Brugger's the best. Yeah, I, I, okay. I'd agree with that for sure. No, just be honest. Most, on, on, most online people don't really pay attention to Kuiper McShay, but for the people who aren't on Twitter, which is 95% mm. of your friends, those are the two guys right. for you is Kuiper and McShay. Well, I mean, Kuiper at this point is – I shouldn't say at this point. He's a legend for a lot of different reasons. I mean, he's – I mean, some of the weird eating stuff and just like all, <laughs> all of what he is. 
Um, and he was an entertainer. Like, that's, you know, I mean, the Frank Caliendo sketch of him. Sure. I like Kuiper because da, da, he's da. not, like, a lot of times, especially with social media, is guys are afraid to be negative, right? Right. And Kuiper's not. Like, no. Kuiper's not afraid to blast a pick, and I like that about him. Now, obviously, he's going to be wrong. Like, anyone sure. that's been doing it for this long is going to be wrong and, and really wrong. Like, you know, everyone brings up, like, his Jimmy Clausen yeah. thing. But that's what I like most about Kuiper. Like, if you're an NFL draft analyst and you never tell me a player you just don't like, I just, I'm not going right. to listen to you anymore. Then you love everyone on the board. That doesn't help. <laughs> that doesn't help. Okay, so little uh, Dane Brugler ad. Shout out. Um, I want to talk some Giants. Yep. But before I do that, I want to ask, um, I guess what excites you the most about this draft – or any draft outside of Giants stuff. Because you guys are Giants fans. You're going in. I'm sure you guys on Talking Giants have discussed mm -hmm. it ad nauseum at this point. Um, I guess about this draft in particular, what are you most excited to see sort out? I'm excited to see what the Jets do now that they've got Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Right? Okay. Like how do we add pieces around Jets? Do they go offensive line? Do they, hey, we want another wide receiver for this guy. We want to do what the Packers really never did and draft wide receiver high for him. Um and if that offensive line can get healthy and they add another piece, you could have a great offensive line there. Now, Becton's injuries, you can't really bet on that. Elijah Vera Tucker, who is playing great at every position, like I like that. And Joe Douglas has been pretty bad with quarterbacks, but he's been solid with other, most other positions uh, in the draft. So I'm excited for that. And then the Bears. Like the Bears trading from Bears. one to nine and getting DJ Moore and two first round picks and other mm -hmm. picks. DJ Moore, I think, is one of the more underrated wide receivers in the NFL because he's played with horrible quarterbacks, but he's put up numbers, but you just don't pay attention to it because he's been on the Panthers. Like, he's a legit wide receiver oh, yeah. one. He's a huge, huge piece. In fact, you know, the Giants have a need for wide receiver one, and the question is, like, what, who would you trade your first-round pick for? And DJ Moore was at the top of the list for me. Like, I would do that right now. It's an investment for now and in the future. So and now they have pick nine. They might even trade back again. So I'm excited to see what the Bears do. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I was going to go to the Bears, but then I'll even expand it upon like the NFC North. The NFC kind of stinks right now, especially with Rodgers leaving Green yeah. Bay, and that's like official. Like I'm a Giants fan, and you know I, I look at the schedule, and it's a lot tougher. But then I look at the NFC, and it's kind of like, oh, it's it's it. It may be open a little bit if if the cookie crumbles in in a certain way. But the NFC North, the Lions may do some funky stuff. I mean, they kind of have a a pretty good team, but they just had some suspensions come down with some wide receivers and some corners. They obviously need defensive help and they need secondary help, but do they want to maybe trade up and do they want to get a stud? Do they want to put, you know, go up and maybe get Tyree Wilson, Will Anderson? I think they may be willing to possibly do that. Um, you know, and then obviously you have the Vikings, which their GM is like super analytics and they're not tied to Kirk Cousins. If this Will Levis smoke going in like the top five is not true, which it shouldn't be, um, if it's not true, then do they take Will Levis like in the first round? And the, what kind of message does that send to a 13-win team that just hosted a home playoff game um, that you're drafting a quarterback in the first round after you win 13 games? So I'm excited to see what that NFC North does. And you know, Packers still obviously, you know, they have they moved up two spots in the first round as well. They get some extra picks on the Rodgers trade and seeing how that division kind of kind of crumbles are any of you buying jordan love stock like where are we on him so a packers guy that i like he is like watch out like yeah just because he hasn't played doesn't mean he isn't good hey, but the one time we've saw him play was that chiefs game yeah. uh two years ago when rogers had covid and 
They put up three points against the Kansas City defense, which wasn't great at the time. He came in on a didn't, prime didn't time game. Did he play last year, too? He came in on a prime time and game, he just, and he looked all right. But again, that's like... Uh, oh, that's yeah, like, against he the looked, Eagles He looked all Thursday right, but football. it was also like a very much scared, like... Yeah, Eagles on not Thursday all night right. football. Yeah. It's it, it felt very. Matt, remember Matt Flynn plays so. like a couple games and then like he gets like a huge contract. It it felt like that, and especially if the Eagles aren't preparing for Jordan Love, then what the Packers do will be different. We'll we'll see when a team actually has time to prepare for Jordan Love, and when Jordan Love has time to prepare to be a starter too. But also, the Eagles have the most stacked roster in the right. NFL, and they have pick ten and pick third. Yeah, it's it's like fucked who up. Who they pick at ten is like they can ba- they can draft a backup. With a top ten pick, and yeah, it's a smart thing. Right. It's you know. it's screwed up. I wonder, like they could go like JSN, and that and they don't. They technically don't have a quote unquote slot receiver because they have Devontae Smith. Um, you know, is Quez Watkins still still floating around there? Um, but you know, they have Devontae Smith. They have AJ Brown, and then if you get like a slot stud receiver like JSN, um, you know, as a Giants fan, I'm like that. This isn't fair. Or Perfect. just get the best weapon in Bijan Robinson out of Texas. Bijan, it Bijan's interesting because everyone, everything I've listened to up until this point is kind of like, yeah, he's he's probably the number two player in the draft, maybe the number one, but he's a running back, mm-hmm. and and everyone's just like, everyone just kind of shrugs at this point. It's just like, all right, well, we'll see. <laughs> like yeah. basically, basically, you're probably gonna love the pick, but everyone's also gonna be like, well, it's a running back. Mm-hmm. You get you get the other guy. It depends where I guess where and what situation, right? I'll, Speaking of value, mm. Justin Panic, can I tell you about Lightbox? I would love you guys to talked about a little Lightbox. bit about Lightbox. That's what you're telling me, right? Yeah, I mean, can I can I tell you my line? Yeah, for Lightbox, get the rock in your life, wow. the rock they deserve. Whether it's mom, your spouse, Mother's Day is coming up. Don't get them the same flowers or socks or the one I've thrown out there, massage coupons. Mm, uh, my okay. mom hates those at this point. <laughs> Even my wife, Chess, is pretty freaked out by them. Wait, are they actually like the ones you write out? And oh, like yeah. Free? Okay. I mean, they're nice gift, right? Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Mom. But, but you, you've been giving massage coupons from you. From me. Like you're the one like giving you, the massage. Yeah. Oh. Like not like getting not them to a, a spa day. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Use code <laughs> WAKEANDJAKE10 yeah, right. for 10% off at Lightbox Lab Grown Diamonds. They're lab-grown. They have pricing that'll make sense to you this Mother's Day. So take care of them. Don't get the same old lame gift. Get them something nice. Get them some studs or a necklace. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds. Code WAKEINJAKE10. 10% off your purchase. There's a link in the description. Um, All right. And you know what? What just went through my head. Um, I'm starting to buy stock on this is just a bad draft. I don't know if I've listened to too many people that have talked me out on it. You keep hearing the the GM draft grades that are like, well, you know, there's there's only 15 guys with first-round draft grades. Mm-hmm. Bad draft is here. So maybe they've started poisoning my head. But also, when you mention a team like Philly like that, and we've got these four quarterbacks that people don't understand, in my head, that sounds like grab a first next year because you're Philly, and if you don't need it, I don't know. Yeah. That That's just... That's just a little inventory that popped into my head. I think there's a lot of studs on defense in this draft. You know, okay. I think when people say that's a bad draft, it's like you don't have like a Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith. You don't have right. a Kyle Pitt. Like the 2021 draft is one of the best. That, you know, you have Micah Parsons in that draft, Slater, mm-hmm. Penny Sewell. Like yeah. the Giants, that was the, the Giants had pick 11 that year. That was the best year to pick at 11. And then they traded out of it and didn't get Micah Parsons or Rashawn Slater or Elijah Vera Tucker. 
and got Kadarius Tony, who we love. Yeah, miss him. Um, <laughs> shout out, young, shout out, young Joker. Uh, but there's a lot of good defensive players in this. Okay. Well, you got I, Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, Tyree Wilson, <laughs> Miles Murphy. Like you have some really good pass rushers and ends in this draft. Lucas Van Ness, who people like, I'm not yeah. high, super high on him, but like he does have like a lot of speed and power that's kind of unharnessed. And then you know you got a deep, deep corner class. Like I've heard the cornerback class is the best. Yeah, the and, best of the class. And linebackers not great, but like there's talent there. Like sure. you have a guy like Jack Campbell, Drew Sanders, who could become a stud. Um, now you don't have a bunch of safeties you have basically Brian Branch out of Alabama and he's really the only one I think that's worth even a first or second round pick but he's definitely worth a top 20 so I think there's a ton of good defensive players you just don't have the flash on offense that you look for yeah okay full agree yeah yeah and the quarterback class better than last year is still not like great and I feel like people love wide receivers so much that the fact that even like even like JSN the fact that JSN is the Jackson Smith and Jigba um, you know, he's like the consensus number one. This is still a dude that, you know, maybe has some injury concerns and, you know, he's not the best, best athlete out there, but he's, he's tremendously good. And I mean, I, I think he is the clear cut number one. And the fact that there's, you know, you can, you know, there's a big argument on who the number two is behind him. And there's even an argument that the number two behind him, are they even worth like, a, you know, a clear cut first round pick? There's, there's arguments to be had. So um, I think that is also what kind of, you know, the, the draft people that say this isn't, you know, there's only 16 clear cut first right. round picks. I think the fact that usually wide receiver is super, super deep. Um, it's not super, super deep this year, but there still are good value guys to be had kind of like day two kind of all throughout. Let's talk a little Giants before we get to the quarterbacks because I, I know how open and honest you guys are about the quarterbacks. You guys are like, well, Bobby, you get in the tape. You don't, Giants have their guy. You're not going to fully scout the quarterback. It's, mm-hmm. it's not going to affect you guys as much. Let's do Giants then. Um, where are we? Pick 25? Pick yep. 25. Um, and you guys mentioned, I, uh, I guess, how do I phrase this? Uh, the biggest thing that stood out, and it stands out at a fan level, and I think in the tape you guys are there, like a true one I, I think has been a a Giants wish list for the past 15 to five Since years. Odell Since Odell. Since Odell. That's yeah. very true. Um, and I, I guess I was starting to brew a theory that with how much they pass the ball in college and just where the game is going that we were always going to see like stacked wide receiver drafts, and this draft is kind of not that, but... It also could be like right. we, like yeah, you're mean, saying twenty. What was it? Twenty nineteen was the year where it's like no wide receivers in Hollywood was the number one. Right. One. Terry, you had Terry McLaurin, That's AJ true. Brown, and and DK Metcalf out of that. The, um, the second know. round wide receivers in the past few years yeah, have yeah. been um, electric. And the other thing, I guess I'll I'll talk myself. Well, actually, this draft was sack. I was just gonna say if the quarterbacks pan out in this draft, everyone will say it's an incredible draft, right? Like even if. Two of them right. are good. You'll be like, "Wow, two good quarterbacks in mm-hmm. the draft." I was gonna compare it to. Uh, I was gonna say if three are good and compare it to Eli Rivers, Big Ben. Uh, that draft was stack stacked. <laughs> oh, wasn't there I just one other quarterback in, in that? I can't even remember. Eli Rivers. I mean, you have three guys who will probably end up in the Hall of Fame, whether big, people like that or big not. Big Ben, Big Ben, uh, JP Lossman. That was the, the first Bills. draft I ever watched. I remember watching yeah. it on a TV this big and being like, we just got Peyton Manning's brother. We're, we're, we're set. So Robert <laughs> Gallery was the miss at two. Robert Ga- the, Ra- the Raiders are always the miss <laughs> yeah. when you look back at yeah. the but Larry Fitzgerald. 
uh, Sean Taylor. That's incredible. Kellen Winslow, too. D'Angelo Hall. Uh, Jonathan Vilma. Vince I mean, that's Wilfork. a... That's, that's a that's a crazy draft. We need draft. Miami back to make the <laughs> yeah, draft so much. Come on, the U. You just mentioned Vilma. Figure it out. Sean Wilfork. Taylor, Wilfork, like two, you know, three all pro players from just one school. It was used to be awesome being a Miami fan. Just like, yeah, we got like five first round picks every single <laughs> every year. Every year. Kellen Winslow, like yeah. he could have been better. Um if so you, good. What are the Giants doing? What do you want them to do and what will they do? So I mentioned how there's I think there's a lot of good defensive players. I want them to take the best player available of the guys that are left. Yeah, you know, okay. if there's Kalaja Kansi out of Pitt, Brian Branch out of Alabama, Miles um, Murphy, if he falls out of Clemson, like the the best out of that bunch. And then if those guys aren't there, it's like if Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers are there, I think Zay won't be there. Jordan Addison, uh, Quentin Johnson possibly, and then possibly like a guy like Brian Brzee, which I pronounce it right, uh, out of Clemson. So they're, they're, I'm, I'm landing on defense. Like, I think there's going to be a really okay. good defensive player that falls to 25. Yeah, I'm landing there too. Um, uh, I think, you know, we're, we're basically equally like loving Brian Branch and Kalijah Kansi. I give the slight edge to Kalijah Kansi a little bit more, but again, I think that's a, I think that's a dream. And I mean, there's a lot of the mocks that have those guys falling, but like realistically looking at it, um, they shouldn't fall. Like those guys are like top twenty, top twenty players for sure. So I'm also just as fine with taking Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers. You know, I'm I'm fine with that. Um, but Bobby and I are kind of like in lockstep with you know kind of BPA for for where we're at and also where the Giants roster still is. They're not. We're not in a spot as a roster, despite making the playoffs last year, winning a playoff game. That the Giants just need a wide receiver one, or they right. just need a wide receiver. There's still a lot of good players that the Giants need to add and good starters uh, at good at positions of, you know, positions of value. Whereas, you know, even if Brian Branch, you could say, oh, safety is the most valuable spot. Brian Branch is a guy that you can move all over the defense. He can be a slot corner one game. Um, he can be a box safety another game. He can split time, you know, deep safety going wherever. Um, and then the, you know, even the return of like the value of interior defensive linemen, you know, the more secondary guys that you want to put on the field, the more safeties you want to put on the field. You know, if you're running out of nickel or dime or whatever, you know, having guys up front that can kind of stop the run or even just get to the passer, uh, you know, get to the quarterback, um, that's just as valuable. I tell you, something I kind of like – for your G-men, and I use this in baseball, the the Seattle Mariners, as they're building up out on the West Coast, and they've got a good young core, they've seen the bar that Houston has set of, like, if you want to be this good, you got to be this good. Yeah. That the Giants seeing the Eagles, I think, like you just said, like, a wide receiver won, whether some JSN slips mm-hmm. somehow or whatever, you know, draft yeah. magic happens. Yeah. Like, I think you guys are right. Like, there's, you know... Watching that Giants playoff game with you guys at Billy's, they've got a lot to catch up everywhere yep. else, too, that I I guess spinning off of that, I mean, you guys kind of make it sound like almost whatever the Giants do, you guys will be okay with. Like, if it is a wide receiver, if it is a defensive talent, I guess what's the... The what, goal should what's, be What's the sad episode now. of talking Giants? The goal should be three years from now that when you were looking back at this draft, you say the Giants took the best player available. Not the Giants filled a need. And I, I've brewing on sure. like a draft day speech talking about that. Um, I think they also could trade back to what could be the worst case scenario. Like if they trade up for JSN, what's the talking Giants podcast? I'm, I don't want to trade up. Giants have way too many holes to give up 
draft picks. Yes. Okay. So even though, even though, like, now, if they trade up to like 22 and they give up a, a late, right, a, a fourth, fourth or a yeah. fifth, that's okay. Right. But even then, I'd, I'd rather kind of stick at 25 and just get the best player that's there. Okay. Yeah. Unless they identify like this guy's going to be yeah. all pro stud. Type and I know player. there's a lot of media people that are talking right now, like a lot of Giants media people, because of one comment Joe Shane made about. Oh, you know, well, you know, the roster's kind of filled out. Last year we needed depth. That's why we traded back a couple times. But, 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 I still, I still think they're open to to trading back. And it, again, it, it goes to the point of there, there may not be a lot of players that they love at twenty five. So if you like, if you like players for the range that they're going to be drafted in that range of like fifty to one hundred, and if you kind of like those players for their value there. Then you know maybe try and add another you know another top one hundred pick and you know get it you know see if you can get a decent player there instead of you know putting the first round label on somebody as in you're a first round pick you're expected to perform like that first round pick. So I want to I want to twist the knife one more time and then I'll get away from it. Yeah, what be, would be we're the being pick? Very vague. What would be the pick that would happen that maybe you've heard rumored around the Giants or you think the Giants could be into that would just they take them at twenty five that you'd be like. I don't know. I, I know it depends who else is on the board and all that stuff, yeah. but I guess who's the name you're hearing around that region that you'd be like. So just looking at like people I've seen that put the, there, the Giants don't have anyone who started a game at center in the NFL. Mm. Yeah. I would not love John Michael Smith's there, but I do agree that he's going to be a really good center. Okay. Joe Tipman, Wisconsin center, who a lot mm. of people like. He's six foot six. He moves well in space, but he's not like he's got a lot of shit to work on. That would be like the we just totally reached the fit the center okay. center need. So that's yeah. going for the need. That's a, and I've seen that before. Like I've right. seen people say like Joe Tipman at twenty five. Like there is hype around him. Like like Dane Brugler. Like I mentioned him as the guy I respect the most. I this is probably my biggest disagreement with him this year is he has Joe Tipman as like his top center, top of the second round guy. Where I don't view him like that at all. So okay, that would be that would maybe be one that could possibly happen. Yeah, tight end. Yeah, that's what I was. I was gonna. Th- I, yeah, I debated true. throwing out some of the names because yeah. people also very much like the tight end class and Don Kincaid, Michael, Michael Mayer, Mayer, Michael Mayer, Mayer. yeah, um, Darnell Washington. I, you know, yeah, you don't you don't dra- you don't trade for Darren Waller with a solid tight end and Daniel Bellinger to draft one in the first round. Yeah, and they they shouldn't, right? I mean, yeah. after what Bellinger showed and um, Darren Waller, dude, I love Waller. I, I know so I know he gets hurt, good. but when he's right. He has a very f- friendly contract. He's unguardable. Like, even if even if he does get injured, it's they didn't lose much. They they just right. They, they lost it would just suck that Darren play. Waller's not good. Like yeah. that that's the main repercussion. Right. Where it's not like okay, Giants signed Kenny Galladay, he's not good, and we're still paying him a lot of money. Right. It's okay if Darren. It it would suck that Darren Waller wouldn't be what we expect Darren Waller to be. That's like the biggest repercussion. Which that's that's kind of like a smart GM, right? It's a smart GM if that is the worst thing that can happen. Right. Kenny Galladay. I don't, yeah, I don't I don't I see just the that's, hip, man. That's the first time I just said his name in a long time. Jason Garrett <laughs> Jason Garrett ruined him and then he came back with the worst hips of all time. Mm. That was crazy. Wish he had your hips. That touchdown pass though. <laughs> Oh, I'm so happy that happened. <laughs> we uh, oh, shit. We made. I a- wanted that for the office. I need that framed of <laughs> okay of him catching the touchdown. We can work on the, that. Like the, you know, it's it's a picture of Darius Slay because he's the one who gave it up, and I don't <laughs> like Slay. And it's Kenny Galladay touchdown. Darius so can, Slay's can wife we, doesn't like you either. Can we write that down and print that out and frame that in the office? Let's let's Sam. do that. I forgot about that. Let's do that. Um, we li- but we uh, one side note before we get to quarterback. So I, I am excited. I celebrated that. that was that's top five. <laughs> well, this is the yes. first play. This is Giants had their first playoff win 
since Super Bowl 46, and that's a top five moment. We like we not labeled unironically right. top yeah. five moment. We listed we lost like, the game, and I was just like. <laughs> Happened. Happened. We listed like our top five moments of the season. This has got to be like a graphic or something that we tweeted out at, at one point from the Talking Giants account. And I think we talked about it on the show. It was like it was a mailback question. And we both listed the Kenny Galladay like top five, uh, Kenny Galladay touchdowns, like a top three moment of the yeah. entire year in a game that did not matter and a game that basically didn't count with the Giants were running out their practice squad team. But hey. There's uh there's some stuff that can only Leonard be... Williams re- just restructured his contract. Really? Okay. No. Oh come on! Don't wow. fucking do that to me. Wow. Because <sighs> um. that has to happen. They have like five hundred thousand dollars of cap space. That has to happen. <laughs> Something. Have needs you been to saving that one? Oh, I I, I get him pretty good. Pretty he hasn't often. gotten me in a while though. Like I I haven't <laughs> fell for it. But I mean, Leonard Williams is just a buzzword. Wednesday morning of the draft. <laughs> He had you set up. All right. I want to I want to talk about quarterbacks. Everybody's tired we'll of probably see the, the Andrew Thomas fifth year option picked up soon today. Okay. Let's um I think this one we're checking a box because it seems to be the only thing that people agree with. Bryce Young um seems to be the one one. Yeah. It seems like it's happening. It seems like uh I think Roger Goodell's doing his like you mentioned with the draft ratings. Yeah. Uh, I think as much as you can keep that a secret, I think more people watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard I heard some people talk about that. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if if it's just over, you know, if there's an Andrew Luck who's going one, you don't feel like you have to turn on the TV. You're right. like, oh, okay. Um, so that's always a funny thing as we get deeper and deeper into the sports web of what really matters and mm-hmm. runs numbers and stuff. I will say, you know, and this is, you know, Frank Reich's now the head coach of the Panthers and, you know, Dalton Feely, Indianapolis Colts fan. Frank was the coach of the Colts the last couple of years. He, he thinks that C.J. Stroud is a better fit for a Frank Reich system. You know, kind of a taller guy, a little bit more of a, a quote-unquote conventional passer. Now, I, I, I enter like quarter any kind of QB eval QB opinion in today's game of can you extend plays and can you improvise? Can you keep a play alive? Um, or even whether it's from outside the pocket or inside the pocket, I don't necessarily need you to be a scrambler. Um, or even there's some guys that scrambled that aren't good at extending plays with their legs in terms of throwing the ball. Um, so that's where it kind of starts and ends with me. So I, Bryce Young, I would take number one. If I'm hell-bent on taking a quarterback in this class, Bryce Young would be the guy that I would take at number one because that's like Stroud's biggest weakness is his ability to kind of improvise and extend plays, or at least his willingness to. That That's like the main thing where a lot of Ohio State fans were like critical of his ability to do that. Is anyone shocked if all four of these QBs suck? No. Like when no. Te- the Texans are getting hate for possibly not taking a quarterback at two. And you love it. I love it. I saw it you light up yesterday when I asked you that's, that. To me, that's the smartest thing to do here. Because, one, like, I know it's the whole every, next year's class is better. But it is. Right. It actually is. <laughs> and when people people last year said it, you know, right. like, oh, next year's class is better. Well, guess what it is. Like, Bryce Young, Stroud, like, yeah. they're much better than Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, and Desmond Ritter. You know, uh, like, Malik Willis was getting, like, top 10 hype. And now the Titans are moving on from him as a third-round pick right? a year later. So, but next year's class is better. And you can Remember see the Remember his start last year? Yeah. That was, and I wish the tight. I still think there's something there that the Titans can work with. Like he's not. He's, like, he was supposed wild, to be a project, yeah, but it was one of those like holy crap. Moments. Yeah, he's not wildly inaccurate. You know, and we've seen quarterbacks like struggled the first couple of years and then figured out the la- you know the last ten years where that used to not happen. Um, as far as like you know guys that are you know scramble first, like Lamar Jackson's first year was really bad. Um, 
you know, in passing game. Jalen Hurts was bad his first year. Second year wasn't was up and down. But no one believed Jalen Hurts could be what he is today, you know, who is a great quarterback now despite the surroundings around him. So I, w- I wish they were there. But next year's is going to be better. You can see the Texans right. being in that range. Uh, I would absolutely pick Will Anderson Jr. there. Like, that guy's a fucking stud. Yeah. Like, I go get the best defensive player. What are you going to regret in three years? Like, like, oh, we miss on a quarterback, but at least we took a quarterback. Like, I hate that right. about draft meetings. Like, well, you just got to take a quarterback. It's like, no. Be patient. If Take you don't one. believe yeah. in They just them. hired D'Amico Ryans. They hope yeah. he's going to be there for a while. Like, give some stability to your franchise and wait. You know, really, because we'll take... Yeah. and wait. And guess and let's and let me just give like a casual take on these four quarterbacks. Bryce Young's five foot nine. That's scary. And he played at Alabama. Do you and think it's easier to play there? I think so. Thin dude. Like everyone everyone does the Breeze and Russ thing. Breeze was a little meaty. Like Russ is very meaty for someone that size. Like Kyler gets broken every year, and he will. Yeah, because defensive linemen are triple his size. And Kyler is a is way <laughs> more elusive of a player. Yes. too. Um, he's a kick returner. CJ Stroud. Like, <laughs> they say don't scout the helmet. Ohio State. If CJ Stroud doesn't hit, we could start scouting the helmet with Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, they have the best wide receivers every single year in a system that breaks college football. You know, like right. Justin Fields right now has like he's basically the worst drop back passer in the NFL right now. Now, if you're a Bears fan, you should have hope because he's an elite runner. Right. You you complimented and, Fields but yesterday. I think Justin Fields is a better prospect than CJ Stroud. Right? Like, CJ wasn't like Justin Fields was some bad throw at Ohio State. Like, he tore up Clemson right. from the pocket in that la- in that last, uh, you know, championship, uh, that semifinal game. Like, Justin Fields yeah. was a better passer and a much better runner. And we've seen with C.J. Stroud, he has games where it's like he's just – it ain't working yeah, for him. True. Like, it's not easy right now for him, and it's not working. Uh, and then Anthony Richardson, who's probably the one I'd be most excited to draft. I like that, but there's a lot of panic in his game. Like, he's not wildly inaccurate, like people say. He actually does, like, move in the pocket well. Yep. But he's very quick to scramble, which is, like, you can't always be like that in the NFL. And when there's pressure, his footwork will collapse, yeah. and he will panic and throw up a horrible pass. Mm. Like, worse than Carson Wentz stuff. Now, I like Anthony Richardson. That's the one I would bet on. And Will Levis, I just don't think is very good. So, like, is anyone shocked that two years from now, we're looking at this class and just been like, sucked? Like, we'd look at all these, like, elite quarterback class, and they suck. Like, Sam Darnold, trash. Josh Rosen, trash. Baker oh Mayfield, God. trash. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. The ones that would have been clowned for going top five right. are the elite ones. But the, the three safe guys, trash. Um, Zach Wilson, trash. Justin Fields, you know, we'll see. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has been really good, but he's not as good as people have made him out. There's still work to do in his game. Trey Lance like about to be traded. Trey, yeah. Trey Lance might be get traded. Who was the fifth one? Mac Jones. There's a, it's a mess in New England, so I don't want to totally judge him. He did have a good rookie year. But does anyone see him ever being a star? No. So the Texans taking a, uh, Will Anderson Jr. at two, I think that should be celebrated. You know, and also uh, another thing, too, where you know people are so, you got to take a quarterback, you got to take a quarterback. GMs and coaches, when you take a quarterback, that's kind of like the signal of, all right, like, you know, we're, we're, getting, we're getting ready to go. Right. No, because that's the window. Right. The, the window. Now, the clock has started. Yeah. The Texans are a bad spot for a quarterback right now. Terrible. Like they have Laramie Tunsil, yeah. top two left, <laughs> left tackle in the NFL. They just sure. traded away Brandon Cooks. They traded away Brandon Cooks. You have Nico Collins. 
like annual tweet alert. It's it's Brandon Cooks traded away. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> not a it's a very bad situation for a quarterback right now. You know, so it's especially I, I, a quarterback I'm, you're you may not believe. So I'm all in on that team just adding talent. Um. Powerful stuff, guys. Um, Anthony Richardson's going to be a cult. How much do you guys buy into age? Because, like, Richardson Richardson is 21 and Stroud is 21. I think I've got that right. You'd rather them be young, obviously. Right. Like, like Hendon Hooker. Like right. That's the other 25. Po- 25. <laughs> and coming, coming off, off of a huge injury. Yeah. Played in the fakest offense of all time at right. Tennessee. It's just a big track meet. Yeah. Like, uh, Hendon Hooker, by the way, I try to not make fun of people's draft takes because, like, hey, we, we sure. all – Chris Collinsworth said the Chiefs should take him. <laughs> yeah, what was that? In the first round. So they have the fifth-year option. So that one in itself <laughs> is dumb. What was that? That in itself is just stupid, like taking Hendon Hooker in the first. But one of his biggest sticking points like, well, you get the fifth-year option the yeah. extra year. You know how much it would cost to pay him the fifth-year option? <laughs> At that point, it's going to be like $30 million him for your backup quarterback. Him and that's, Mahomes. That's worse than drafting him. <laughs> <laughs> that had to be clickbait, right? Like, what was that? Uh, that's PFF, that's baby. Not, that can't be right. The funniest thing was watching the two PFF guys, Sam Monson, who I had a run in with when we first started to love the Giants, and then the other guy. You could tell they were just like, this is stupid, but that's, he owns their company. <laughs> right. Like, so they're just like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. All um, right. Hey, we, I, Bobby, I think you checked the box on anything you could fear about these quarterbacks. Bryce's size, uh, Stroud, Ohio State, and some of the pre-testing that's happened. Um, Richardson is as toolsy as it gets, but I don't can it click. Levis out of Kentucky. I, I told you guys yesterday, and again, this is this isn't scouting. This isn't in the tape. It's just every year I love looking at the draft board and kind of like crunching the numbers on it because nobody really knows. Yeah, the smartest football minds in the world don't know. Yeah, and so much goes into it and. You quarterback got, is all, is also the biggest position where it's like it matters more so than anything who you, you are as a human being. You guys had and a front how, row how, seat how this does year. Your, how does your mind work? Like that really matters. Where who you are as a human, and how about Dayball coming in with Daniel Jones this yep. year? Like you know the the Those coaching and the situation matters so much, and that's why I told you guys like if I had to sprinkle a little bit, you know, if you gave me odds, if Bryce Young's considered the one. Maybe Richardson and Stroud is a debate, and then Levis has kind of been four. Yeah. If you gave me DraftKings odds on those, I would sprinkle a little bit on Levis because at least you know you're getting like a work ethic. A guy that played SEC football was against yeah. it every week that if you get him with the right coaching staff, if you can check all the other boxes, the like he's going to be first one in, last one out. Yeah. If you can, you know, if you give me that, I feel like I have a start there. Now, everything matters where these guys land and so much of it. And Richardson is the one that, again, the situation feels so important. Like, mm-hmm. if the if the Texans cave and they took him with the two pick and they're like, we've got this toolsy guy, yeah. would you be in on him? I don't think so. No. If I told you, and I threw this out there the Richardson other day. Richardson is the one I would bet on. But if I told you Seattle took Richardson and they said he's going to sit for a year, year and a half, oh, and then they're going to go for it. Love, love it. it. Love it. Exactly. And, so, that's the, and that's the offense that it would be like. Also, yeah. I've changed my view on quarterbacks. I think sitting a year is good. I used to be like, play them right away, get them in the field. Now, right. there's exceptions to the rule. Right. But I think we've seen enough evidence that like sitting is not harmful. Yeah. Like, you you know, if anything, the it other way. It could be more can, harmful to throw them out in the shit. Yeah. Like, it's like. It kind of depends who it is. 
maybe. You know what I actually love? I love every year when the team drafts a quarterback, and the Giants were kind of one of the most famous ones, when they find the bye week, and they're like, all right, like the bye week's week seven. You know, that might be a good time Mm -hmm. to get them in the mix. Um, Would you put mayonnaise in your coffee? No. Do you eat banana peels? No. Is that, like, real? That Will Levis There's that? videos of him doing it. I think so. I mean, he's an odd duck. It's got to be. Does that, a, does that affect how you, would, how you would view somebody? I don't know. I feel like someone who does <laughs> that know. is very much an attention seeker, which yeah. is like, how is are they going to deal seeker. with the bad attention? So, It's true, but... Mayonnaise. I don't know. I guess you never know. I'd rather... Coffee. Like, there's no way I, you enjoy... There's no way you enjoy that. Like, you're doing that for would you, attention. Would you rather have an attention seeker quarterback or someone who's scared of attention? Because you're going to get attention. Did you just pull up a video? I'm watching the mayo. Oh, co- it's so much mayo it. in the coffee. Yeah. It's I mean, so much. And he just embraces it. It's not leaving. So- like, there are certain things that we do in private that. You can just log off, too. Like <laughs> Daniel Jones has not tweeted since he's been drafted. It's yeah. true. Like he had an unverified account when he was drafted. Might still. Uh, well, I think it might like, be unverified. Like he's now. had like eight yeah. tweets, and they've all been ads, hey, and it's I'm, like clearly not. I've been dealing with Russ, which is a whole different thing. Rogers goes to the Jets, which he's in a whole different world. Yeah, Russ. Uh, can Bryce Young be really good? Yes. I mean, I. Yeah. You know, yeah. Not to be obnoxious. Yeah, the, the about height it. doesn't bother me a ton, but it's like. Played at Alabama. Yeah. And something that sucks about the guys watching quarterbacks from Alabama and Ohio State, it's not that there's not great stuff there. But when they mess up, they don't really have to pay for it because you can come right back the right. next play and, and you got a you know, 20, 30-yard bomb. Where in, like in the NFL, if you miss on those opportunities, drives end. You know, you take a sack in the NFL, your drive is usually over yeah. where it's like hey, man. all that talent compensates for the mistakes. And that's something I see consistently – like yeah, Bryce Young has amazing stuff on film, but there's also some wild misses at times, and where it's like you're not escaping that pocket in the NFL. So it's the NFL is a is a make you pay for your mistake uh, league. Mm-hmm. Where at Alabama and Ohio State, you really don't have to pay for your mistakes yes. all the time. You know that's why it's it's actually more fun to watch a guy like Will Levis at Kentucky this past year, or like like Daniel Jones to me was like an easier guy to evaluate because like. This guy played in dog shit. So like right? it's like we we know what he can deal with. It's like what can happen with more talent. And obviously Daniel Jones hasn't lit it up. He got a second right. contract, but it was like it was pretty easy to tell what Daniel dude, Jones for was a, a dude. For a while, and now Oklahoma's thrown it off a little bit, but if you looked around the NFL and it was like you did all the good quarterbacks, and this is I'm adding a generation ago, but you know It used to be all random Eli, schools. Big Ben, um, Drew Brees, like Philip Rivers, like yes, because when you're playing in college, if you play two years of uh, a major college football or not, Big Ben was Miami of Ohio, right? Mm -hmm. Like, but if you're the team, if you have to muster up more from you playing quarterback every week, that matters because the the opposite of that is Ohio State. Like, and and that's the thing is obvious. This is a different conversation, but. If you were like a top-rated quarterback, obviously you're going to get the most NIL money. You're going to get the best right. chance to be drafted high at those schools. But it would be better for you to go play at NC State for your development. Mm-hmm. As long as you get a good like good QB coach right. or something. And like, everything like, else isn't like, like full dog shit dog shit. Like yeah. you're not going 2-9 two and, two and nine every like year. Because Daniel pummeled. Jones' uh, co- head coach was David Cutcliffe. He's right. not there anymore, but he's known as a good QB coach. Obviously, Eli and Peyton, like, that, you know, he's like a second father for those guys. Yeah. Where it's like Duke has a shitty roster, 
Where it's like, at least you know you're going to get good QB training. Not even a great, like, offensive system, but just right. good QB training. Where before he, he resigned, got quote-unquote, you know, basically was fired. Yeah. But like, why? Well, it'd be just sick to see, like, a number one QB prospect just go play for Cutcliffe at Duke. Um, which I wish yeah. he would have kept around. Wouldn't it be funny to see Arch Manning at Duke oh playing under God. those? It would have been great. Arch Manning. Also, I'm scared great. that Arch Manning's going to suck. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> I'm afraid. We'll, we'll save that. <laughs> we'll That's the 2027. I'm all, in. <laughs> I'm all in on athletes, kids. Like, give me Arch Manning. Give me. There's uh, a lot. Apparently, it's, a, it's like dude, a thing. Tiger, Tiger wa- Woods, kid. We've been Charlie watch- Woods. Like, we've been watching, corner, been watching corners Joey a lot. Joey Porter Jr.? Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh yeah, everyone says he's like. My the best expectation is ever. for him to be a top five wide receiver of all time. Everyone like says that. It's insane. Like he <laughs> is that good. He is that good. Marvin Harrison Sr. Um, Already previewing next year's draft. Um, anything else you feel like you need to get off your chest about the quarterbacks? Again, it lands in that weird area. Like with everything we just said, the situation, mm-hmm. where they land, how they did, blah blah blah. Like. All those guys have a chance. All of them have a big chance to fail. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, like, I would bet on all four of those guys failing more than I would bet on them being very successful. I just hammered my hand on the table, and there's a button on this jean jacket. Sure. And I just. That's why I don't wear jean that jackets. Outside, <laughs> the outside pinky bone. It's mm. not the hammate. What the fuck is that? Um, yeah, I'd bet. On, I'd bet on Richardson, and especially you know if he if he goes to even even if it's like the Col- the Colts are in a little bit of a weird spot since Chris Ballard's still the GM, and they you have a head coach and a GM that's kind of off cycle a little bit. Yeah, that usually doesn't an work. Insane owner and Jim Ur- Jim Ursay went from like maybe a solid <laughs> owner to like just insane He's man. Awesome. He's an insane human being. But if he does go to, I mean, Seattle may be looking for quarterbacks. So if they do like if they get Richardson, that makes sense for them. Um, you know, then I'm. I'm invested. I'm like, yeah, I'm really excited to yeah. see how that kind of works out. So, yeah, I, mean, I want we, Pete Carroll to get a quarterback. Yeah. Um, all about situation, all about context, all about who they are as human beings and how they're willing to work. And you know, there's so much stuff that we don't know, but yet uh, so many millions and millions of NFL fans all year round are willing to put in the work themselves to make mm. that determination um, and judge it however they want. And that's why this sport um, is so, so awesome. And the NFL doesn't stop. Who's the um, – I'm blanking on his name right now, and I only knew him because of your guys' Twitter. I shouldn't say I only knew him, but how, the linebacker that got drafted by the Chiefs. Leo they, Chanel. Leo Chanel. Yeah. This guy balled in the I, Super Bowl. <laughs> I remember how <laughs> – for lack of a better term, how horny you guys were for Leo Chanel yeah, that I became cool. attached to him, and then I was tracking his draft day, and then – <laughs> he's yeah, played. that was a wild drop last year. He's uh, and he's he went to a team that had two good linebackers yeah. in uh, Nick Bolton and Will, uh, Willie Gay. And I loved Willie Nick. Willie Gay from a couple years ago. And all, they're like all, all of our linebacker crushes are on the Chiefs right now. And by the way, Nick Bolton, he's awesome. Oh my god, what a freak show that guy! Yeah, is. he's fun. Um, who are the guys you love? That whether whether they're a second round pick or whoever it is that you're just like, I love this guy. Who's your Leo Chanel? Chanel's. So I'll go cheap use a first round. Kalijah Cansey, the defensive tackle okay. at Pitt. Best film in the class outside of Will Anderson Jr. Okay. Like his film is Jalen Carter is obviously much better in the run game, but there's obviously some worries there. Right. But he's six foot one, two hundred eighty pounds, and has short arms. Okay. Um and that scares teams, right? right. For the defensive tackle spot. Right. Like he's not very big, but he has the best film in the class, and I'm convinced that guy's gonna be a stud. And like that that's my guy. In the second round, 
honestly, there's this year I don't have like the this is I can't believe this this guy needs to be like first round yeah. hype. But a guy I really like is who's gotten kind of lost in the, all the cornerback conversation is Miami Tyreek Stevenson. Mm, okay. I really I really like him. He reminds me of yeah you know former Giant and current Eagle James Bradbury a little bit. Okay, so I I really like him. And then the other one Wake for was it? Uh, I always get Wake Forest and Vandy. Uh, it's, Wake, it's Wake Forest mixed up. Wake Forest A. T. Perry the wide yeah. receiver. He's older twenty four okay. and a half. Like I don't understand why there's not more. Like the only thing that he could be like turning teams off is that he's. Like twenty, he's going to be tw- you know twenty four in guy. season. So I really like him out of uh, Wake Forest. And yeah. by the way, there's there's another formula there. Like I I know they had a revolutionary offense and they twirl it a lot, but like Wake Forest football game on the map. And usually when a program comes on the map like that, you look back in three years and they're like, oh yeah, well, At Perry was yeah, he's had of, like he twenty twenty two hundred yeah. yards and like twenty seven touchdowns the last two seasons. Okay, I like that. And he's six foot three, and he's not like a burner, but like he's fast. Sure, you know. Get open and you're that big. What do you got, Panic? I'll give you one. Um, Jonathan Mingo, wide receiver out of Ole Miss. Okay. Um, that's, he's one of the first players that I watched uh, this year. Um, I looked on uh, – I always like to do this. I don't know if this is your process, but I always just like to look for my brain like, okay, where is this guy kind of looking to be drafted? Because that's going to kind of determine how much I like you or not. Right. So I looked on the draft network. Jonathan Mingo in like February or January was uh, around like the fifth round. Okay, now he's getting rumored to like the second and th- like maybe the first. And that is, that's a little too rich for me. But Jonathan Mingo is one of those guys where it's like, don't overthink it. Same thing with Kalajic Hansi. Don't overthink it. I just think the way that they play the game, Jonathan Mingo, the way that he plays the game, I think it's going to translate well to the NFL. And Mingo's um, six foot two, 220 pounds, runs well. Yeah. And like his biggest issue right now is like stuff that six two, 200, like, like press man, he just doesn't. He doesn't attack it the right way. Like almost tries to run around it. Sure. So it's like a co- wide receiver coach you would can be like, coach that I can coach quick. a six two, and he could be like the big. Like, is he the one that's getting compared to Debo? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Ole Miss would line. This is a wide receiver. Yeah. They would line him up at like fullback and tight end and let him block, and he'd do a really good job. <laughs> like he's. he's I like a coach, that. He's on, the, a coach, on the goal line. I like that. He's a coach's dream to like yeah. coach up like and. As like NFL defenses are getting lighter, sounds like, like a chief. It's like no. you need. <laughs> Stop! I kind of want that now. I mean, <laughs> everything you just said—a yeah. wide receiver, Debo type that could line yeah. up at fullback. That's you need your Andy wide receivers Reed. to block in today's NFL. That's Andy yeah. Reid. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I know. It's all right. You were just excited about that. It's all right. I, yeah. No, but I'm I'm convinced that he's gonna they're be going to be going hooker, so we're good. <laughs> I'm convinced that Jonathan Mingo, <laughs> no matter where he's drafted, I'm convinced that he's just going to be a good NFL player. And if he's drafted the Chiefs, the odds of him being a good NFL player because you're in a scheme and you know they're just good talent evaluators to begin with, I guess, um, that goes up. So I guess that would make me feel smart. Okay. I, I like that. Um, <laughs> Jonathan Mingo. Um, and the, the other That's name... That's a great wide receiver name, too. It's great. Mingo. Yeah. The, the other... Um, the name you guys both said pretty confidently that I, I hadn't been hearing. 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 Uh, I don't know. Brian Branch. I've just heard everyone down on the safeties, and I think he's almost getting a little bit of Bama, like, dislike on defense. Like, almost one of those, there's so many Bama guys on defense. I think you and the, sa- and the safety draft is thin that, I, I don't know. I hate Bri- to compare him to the same college and a giant. Right. He reminds me so much of Xavier McKinney, who's been okay. really good for the Giants. Like, okay. I, like, he is definitely... Uh, 
would be a celebrated yeah. pick for the Giants at twenty five. And I mean, he played and that same ball too. So, and he played that same like Minka Fitzpatrick role too, where you know you can see him as both like a slot corner and a safety. But odds are, like his NFL role is going to be safety, but he still can be a corner because that's what Alabama does with like their quote unquote safeties and the way that they run it. So, uh, yeah, Kalijah Cansey to the Giants, and we're dancing. Oh, that's that's yeah. that's the that's it's not the quite dream. the Andrew Thomas celebration I had, okay. but it's it's close. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's one of those things where it's like the tw- Giants fans' tweets will be like, I can't believe it, Bobby Skinner, you know? Yeah. yeah. Where it's like, you feel like like all of Andrew Thomas. I say oh, I was happy for you and Andrew Thomas. I say, I, yeah, ex- I say all of this. Like, Andrew Thomas's accomplishments are my accomplishments. <laughs> like, we made all pro. Like, we were, <laughs> me and Andrew Thomas made all pro this year. So, um, I'm hoping for the same for Kalaji Kansi. Absolutely. Last thing before we close out. First weird thing that happens in the draft. Is it a trade first at two? Thing. Is it a trade at four? Is it a trade at... Is it... Levis goes and that's, everyone's like, Jesus. Where yeah. do the Raiders pick? <laughs> Nine. No, that's the Bears. They pick before. They're seven or Raiders eight. Raiders are seven. Seven. So that's where... So you have the Raiders madness with Josh Mc... And you remember... Yeah. The guy took Tim Tebow with the first I, round pick. I remember. <laughs> you know? Oh, I remember. And I loved it at the time. I was a Tim Tebow guy. All he does is win. But um, <laughs> still, surprise. To this surprises. day. The conventional thing for the I Raiders. I think it would to be do. Mingo going in the first round. Yeah. Like, there's maybe. been a little bit of smoke okay. on that. I think that would be the surprise. That would that would be hopefully a late Hendon surprise. Hooker not going to the Chiefs. That would be a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's on that. Actually, Hendon Hooker going in the first round. Okay. Like, people will accept that. They shouldn't. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. The uh, That quarterback fifth-year option to take a guy you might not love. I, I don't care what pick. team it is. I don't care. There's not any team in the NFL that should take him in the first round. If you had some fun today, thank you. Go check out all of the draft weekend coverage this weekend, and I'm sure there's going to be more that follows. Yep. And we'll be – I am now – I am now very much rooting for uh, – that defensive tackle, Clancy, yep. to the Giants. Like I have, Thank you. I, that's my biggest rooting interest. As the Broncos don't have a one pick. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's that like? Not having because I, I haven't known it since the Chiefs, the I got, Chargers took Sean Merriman. Dalton cornered me yesterday, and Dalton like loves sports. He was so excited. He's like, "Are you not into the draft this much this year because the Broncos don't have a first? And I was mm-hmm. like, "Maybe." That's a good impersonation of Dalton, by the way. It, like he, it, <laughs> he like he didn't want. It wasn't targeted, but what it is, was just like. Let me ask, since we're we can talk. Sure. Don't, what is Dalton's deal? Like, was he a scout or something? <laughs> Dalton like, loves... I, I love Dalton, him. I've talked with him a couple times that I've been here. Dalton loves, loves sports. Love, loves sports. And he had a job as a stats, like, analyst guy... For a team. For, That's what I'm saying. He talked to... For a broadcast. People. And I think Didn't for his... Did he do, like, college recruiting? College teams. For his college, I think he did, like, some scouting yep. analysis. But it's like stuff, he worked so for the team for yep. the college. I believe yeah. so, yes. Okay, okay. Yep. Yeah. So I was like... He was telling me, like, oh, yeah, my guy was like this, the cool. So I was like, Did, were you, like... <laughs> yeah. You know, a pro scout for Dalton's got guys. That whole little part of New York where him and Nikki and some other guys from there, all it's all a little little off there. It's all a little off. Um, (laughs) Not quite upstate, not quite around. Yeah, they're just confused. Um, (laughs) Go check out all of the Jam football stuff, Talking Giants, and all the streams. Seventeen hours worth of streams. We think this weekend. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Watch everything on John Boy Media. Bye. 
Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss, The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.